welcome to The Devil's Advocate. I'm your host, David Ray. This is the show where I bring on a guest to debate a topic of their choosing. I take the other side, regardless of my true feelings on the matter, in the hopes to get to the heart and the truth of an issue. Now, I've been winning every single debate I've had on this podcast. Uh, well, some might argue that I lost that one with that one guy who I will not mention by name. Uh, however, I would like to point out that there clearly should have been a disqualification. That should not have counted. So I'm going to claim a perfect record. And if I'm going to say that I'm the smartest guy in comedy, and I am, then that means I have to be able to take on the smartest guys in comedy, including today's uh, guest, Simon King. I was like, look, if I'm going to say I'm the smartest Simon King is the guy to take down. He's a touring headliner. He's been all over the world. And more importantly, he's a smart guy. He'll, if you've ever seen him perform, he just hits you with a barrage of jokes and intelligence and all really smart ideas. And if you don't pay attention, you might get lost in the whole mix. Uh, not me. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm the smart guy, right? I, I, I've read a few words. So... This should be my big challenge. This is going to be my big moment. This is going to be like Hulk Hogan taking on Andre the Giant, you know, in that I came into the room and I ripped my shirt open and then we had a strong tete-a-tete. Now, uh, and and Simon does not hold back in this. He comes out guns a-blazing. But uh, I would like to think, and I proved him wrong, in in this battle of uh, knowledge versus just being a really smart guy. Anyways, uh, before we get into the episode, I just want to take a moment to remind my listeners that although this is called the devil's advocate, I'm in no way a friend of the devil's. In fact, I'm so opposed to the devil, I am going to go down to hell and I'm going to shut down their community center and they won't be able to play pickup basketball anymore. And they'll all the kids, all the devil kids will just be like, oh, why, why can't we play anymore? And then they'll be weeping and wailing and gnashing their teeth, and I will be off to the side laughing as I put up a new parking lot. That's how much I'm against the devil. Anyways, with that all said, let's dive into this episode with Simon King. Uh, I think I think what we're going to talk about today is something that I actually believe in a lot, which is that uh, that uh, you know that ex- that saying ignorance is bliss. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't. Be- I mean, I believe in that in the sense of yeah. It's, you know, it's it's great to not know things, but I believe that the it's necessary that people stay informed. I believe that it's fundamentally important that people keep themselves apprised of what's going on in the world, even on a I mean, not, on a larger scale, but just enough so that they have a frame of reference from which to attack every day, from which to attack issues. I think education and information is absolutely necessary for the developed human. Uh, See, so yeah, right away, this is, uh, I don't agree, simply because I think the internet has ruined everything. This access to all this information, it's, it hasn't helped us out. Like, mm-hmm. think of knowing all of these things. It just makes me sad all the time. <laughs> yep. The more things you know, the sadder you become. And how is that helping me with anything? 
Yeah, well, it's not helping you, but it, it, it helps. And it, it does, and it doesn't, too, because knowledge is power. So the more you know you can, if you need to develop strategies to deal with the information you're getting. If you approach things as not understanding it, if you look at it like a cat watching television, yeah, you're not going to get it. But if you look at it from the point of view as this is information I can use to uh, make my life and the lives of people around me better, then I think it's a very useful tool in the right hands. But you have to be willing to access it. It's a, it's a proactive thing. You have to chase it down. Well, so Okay, so now I have more information that, you know, penguins, they go in their little march on the Antarctic and some of them die. Well, what can I help that little penguin? It doesn't even matter. Or if I know that there's a war happening, I'm not going to go over to the Middle East and just stop the war. Well, no, you I can't, can't help the penguin, but you can understand the penguin's struggle allows you to understand the fragility of your own life, which gives you a frame of reference from which to work. So if you look at it and go, all things are, are have an end to them, all things, even the, even the penguin, the humble penguin, untouched by humankind, walked in on the on the Antarctic guys, uh, even the humble penguin, uh, has a, 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 an opportunity to succeed, an opportunity to fail. It gives you a reference in your own life. Yeah, I, I may work at a box factory, but like the penguin, I can do something significant with my life. And the war that's happening in the other side of the world, does that not give you a better understanding of the way the world works and how people treat each other and how you could make that better? Well, it, who who cares though? Because that's so far away. Like, how does it help me here <laughs> right now? I have a very small sphere of influence. Yeah. Like, what am I gonna do? I have to deal with Ricky at, at the box factory. Yeah, yeah. And he's a dick. I don't care. The war in Iraq or Afghanistan, all of that stuff doesn't so matter. Say, the say, penguins. Say Ricky at the box factory uh, has has family who's uh, who lives in Turkey, right? They live in Ankara. So say you know Ricky at the Box Factory. You only know Ricky at the Box Factory, but you know Ricky at the Box Factory has family in Ankara. So say Ricky's family in Ankara has one cousin, his cousin Habib, who's a complete piece of shit. And Habib does whatever he wants. He's a total asshole. The only person he listens to is his cousin Ricky in Canada. That's the only person he listens to. And one day, you're going and you're talking about the war, and you're talking about with, with Ricky, who's very sensitive about it, because he knows Habib is on the edge of joining the militants and fighting against, you know, the West, and then you go and you talk to him and go, you know, I, I, I'm trying to understand this, and I'm trying to get, and, and maybe I can see it from both points of view. All of a sudden, instead of sending that email to, to Habib, Ricky, Ricky doesn't send the email and go, yeah, fuck it, join ISIS. Ricky sends the email and go, actually, you know, I was at the box factory, and a guy I work with, totally disconnected, is kind of understanding it, so maybe not all of them are bad. I mean, that's a very extreme <laughs> That example. is a very extreme. The thing is, you don't even need to know about the war at that point. If you, if you are a kind person, yeah. you don't need to have uh, no knowledge in order to be kind. You can just be kind. But if you're uneducated, how do you know you're kind? How do you know what kind is if you have no reference to go from? Because you just need to know your little sphere. Maybe you can incidentally learn about some of these yeah. things that are happening all across the world, but ultimately you're trying to figure out this specific person. But you're saying that an inbuilt, an, an inherent inbuilt morality over is not necessarily influenced by any information from the outside world, that, that you're not a collection of the parts of things that you've gathered. So that by knowing things, do you not think that it enriches a human being on the level of their character, their morality, their intelligence, and everything else to simply know things about the rest of the world so that they can approach their lives and the lives, even their small sphere of influence, with more intelligence and more objectivity and more, you know, perspective? I, I, I think all you need is just a nice picture <laughs> and some writing. And it just sums all this reading of books and all of these big world ideas. If you just summarize 
what I need to take away. Why do I need to know all the eccentricities and all little nuances of all of this kind of stuff? We don't. It's a waste of time. Who cares what's happening over there? And and, and especially when, uh, if you're trying to get these universal rules of like, oh, what words should we not not use with this kind of person? Especially when in the end you go talk to somebody in real life and they they refer to themselves in the most offensive way possible and it just like all all this knowledge I learned over here is garbage because I rather just know this person who is right here right now present as opposed to this general idea that Tumblr told me about you know yeah well I, I mean if you take it through the lens of the here. internet if you take it through the lens of the internet yeah because most people on the internet are collecting small bits of information that generally agree with what they believe and so they're only funneling through information it's 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 like making a cake that you you know everyone else wants the cake average semi sweet and you just like extra sugar so you pour extra sugar in there and everyone's girls got to deal with it that's not really the way it should work the idea is that you take this information and if you deal with this one person um, maybe you can impart some of your information to them and that's how humans have always learned by telling stories to each other whether the story is the news or the story is uh, you know uh, you know Gilgamesh there's still stories and the stories we're transferring to each other human beings are an amalgamation of of many different people many different ideas and many different points of views because we are not animals that inherently completely are instinctual we learn things by from our parents from the people around us from our environments so if we cut off that we we only become half human if we cut off the if we stop absorbing information if we stop trying to live in the world yeah inherently we may have a more pleasant life because you know you're not really thinking about the starving kid in africa when you stub your toe and I'm not saying that you have to always think about the starving kid in Africa, but not pretending that it's like being a flea on a dog and not knowing the dog's going to die. You don't know to find another dog. So you're just humming along on one day. There's no more blood. And you're like, what the what, fuck happened? What happened? What happened to the dog? <laughs> and everyone's like, we knew the dog was sick. We all got off the dog. And I was like, I don't know. I'm going to get out of here. But no, nobody life. told me about this. Yeah, nobody told me. Well, I, I think of like all of the... It, it prevents me from going out there and trying to help when I, I'm being pulled all these different ways. You mm-hmm. have to know about this terrible situation yeah. and this terrible situation, mm-hmm. this terrible situation. And I only have so much time to care and to know about all these yeah. things. And ultimately, what about the cares and concerns in my own life? I have to go to work eventually, Simon. Yep. I can't just be reading all the time. Yep. I have a, yep. I have this other situation that yeah, I got to yeah. deal with. So why don't you deal with your situation? Yeah. I'll deal with my situation. If I need help, I'll come to you specifically. Yeah. And you'll come along and we'll help each other. But I don't need to know all the instincts. But how do you know what I can help you with if you don't know what I know? And how do you know that, how do, how do I know anything to help you with anything if I don't bother to learn? And it's not just bad things, too. You're looking at it only from the negative. There's also, if you choose to dis, if you choose to disconnect yourself from the outside world, you disconnect yourself from art and culture, from, from, from emotion, from everything else. If you choose to not be programmed into other people's, yeah, you may read something or see something that's upsetting and bad information and that can definitely make you feel a certain way and it can definitely put a damper on your happy-go-lucky wearing snow pants not paying attention to what's going on good time that's fine you could sit in the park all day and eat candy floss if you want but in reality you'd never know what it's like to go to the next bigger park you have to learn what the world has to offer so many things and if you only choose to stay in one small section of it whether that's mentally or physically you're missing out on so many things and yeah when you venture into the ocean you might get bitten by a shark but you also get to go into the oceans and you have to do those things 
You don't have to. I think about so many people that they they just have simpler minds, and they yeah. they do have a very small world that they interact with. Yeah, and they are content there. And on top of it, they're kind. They're yeah. generous beyond all belief, with very little influence and knowledge of what happens a couple of blocks over because they simply cannot capably mm-hmm. take it in. However, I think they live life to a, a fuller extent than all these people that. But are how do they know? Themselves. But how do they know they are? How do they know if they've never availed themselves of the things that are? If you don't pull a bunch of levers on the slot machines, you're never going to win the slot machine. And so that's the thing is like these people who they they drive around with the stick figures on the back of their minivan and work their nine to five job and live in their very small I know. And I just live in the cul-de-sac and I just go to the barbecue and, and you know every year we go to the cabin we have a week there and that's great that's great but that is a life that is essentially not lived. It's essentially a life that has simply been alive. You are just moving along. You're just going from A to B. What's the point of that existence? So that you can work to make other people money, so that you can create, uh, you know, uh, some sort of environment for your children to do the same thing? Are you teaching them that they could be better? Human beings are only where we are now because we continue to learn and grow. If we decided never to go to the moon, if we decided never to get into the sky, if we decided never to do, we wouldn't have the things we have now. We need the adventurous. We need the informed. And we need the intelligent, and we need the people. And yes, some people we, aren't capable of it. They are capable. We do have that already, but not everybody needs to be informed. We'll leave the people who are capable of understanding these things, yeah. then like helping, oh, I'm going to figure out the cure for cancer <laughs> because I have the brain yeah. to figure it out, and I think I can put, put it all together. But I don't need to know how science works. I don't need to know all Fair of enough. these things. I just, maybe, and why would it be such a horrible thing to live a nine-to-five, live a very simple, basic uh, existence, especially if you're, if that's what your program, if that what works for you, if you have no hunger for anything else, then I would say okay. But I believe that a lot of people uh, don't know that they have a hunger for other things. And also, quite frankly, I don't want uninformed people making decisions about the government that's going to run my country, that's going to run it for the rest of us who are paying attention. I don't want uninformed people making decisions about social programs, making decisions about what gets taught in school. If you're happy with your nine to five, you don't care about anything. You just want to learn reading, writing, arithmetic, and that's it. I don't want my child at a school where that's all they've been told to teach because a small section of the population is too scared to go into the big wide world. If you really, really, really don't want to get involved in the world, there's plenty of mountaintops to move to. There's plenty of places to go out to. But I mean, people are living isolation in cul-de-sacs. They're living next door to people they've never met. They're living these little tiny lives and they're getting more and more sucked into the internet and everything else. And they're only doing things that reinforce their particular points of view and their particular beliefs. It's like people who, who in the old days, all they ever did was went to one church and believed the word of God from one person. And that was it. They never questioned anything else. Else. And then when someone came in and said something else, uh, they hung him from a cross because they were like, well, we don't know what the fuck it's. And then because they weren't paying attention to the way the world was going, they weren't paying attention to the way people are. You have to be plugged into the zeitgeist. If you're not doing that, you're disconnecting yourself from the human race. You're doing your own little weird kind of, it's like people who live on an island and don't want to get involved in the world. That's fine. But those people also don't tend to vote. They don't tend to go out and get, you know, if you don't want to be involved, don't be involved. But don't start rattling your saber when you think you know what's going on in the world and you have no information to back it up. Well, I mean, I I, I agree. I, I, I agree to the point that uh, we should get rid of democracy because clearly it's not working. <laughs> it doesn't work. I, we've been opening up the internet because yeah. we have people think they know yeah. things. 
and they want to be smart, maybe it's better to just accept that we are actually really dumb yep. and just hand it yep. over to yep. uh, what we agree to. You know, like that guy right there. Let's yep. hand it over to Bernie Sanders. Yeah, like, give it to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a benevolent dictator. That's what yep. I'd love to see. Yeah, then I don't have to worry about yeah, it. I'll, like, about it. I'll worry no about votes, it here. No nothing. And the thing about that is too is like the reality is is that most human. I mean, the fact that people are undecided on election day and yet still go to vote drives me insane. You think about that simple fact that someone walks into that booth and doesn't know if they're going to vote for Hillary Clinton or Donald Trump. They don't know that on the day of the election. You don't get to vote because you haven't been paying attention enough. If you can't watch one news thing or what, if if you're walking in there completely blind, it's a 50-50 shot as to who runs the thing. And the problem is politicians and everything else, they start trying to appeal to those people because that's the, the majority of people, particularly in America, where they attempt to keep their society as dumb as possible so they're not informed because if you're informed, you start to ask questions. So you keep them just smart enough to pull triggers, just dumb enough not to ask why. And so you've got an entire society of people who, you know, in, in, in the third most populous country on the planet, you have the majority of the population being told, ah, thinking is stupid. Don't worry about it. They, they defund their education system. And by keeping people dumb, it means that certain people can control the system. And that's what they're doing. The reason America has the biggest gap between rich and poor in the world, the reason between the, that America is as corrupt as the reason that America gets into proxy wars and controls other is because their people don't ask questions because they don't want to know. Well, we don't. That's precisely it. But we are. We think that we're. We can know that we are capable yeah. of knowing all of these things. Yeah. And I argue that we cannot know any of these. A things. lot of people can't. So, like, why A don't we just? Can't walk away from that and just focus in our small lives because that's complicated enough that it can be full of richness as yeah. itself as opposed to worrying about all of this other stuff like yeah. voting and how do does economics work and you you're asking people to know everything and they know nothing but if you have to bring it down to the basis level of talking to a child if you take say to a four-year-old don't touch the, the stove and the four-year-old goes why and you go just don't touch the stove and the four-year-old goes why and you go don't touch it and then when it's six, it goes, can I touch the stove? No, don't touch the stove. Why? Don't touch the stove. It never learns the reason you don't touch the stove is because the stove is hot. If it learns the stove is hot, if you tell it, look, that stove is very hot, it will burn your hand. Now you have information and it goes, well, I don't want that. Just one of two things going to happen if it doesn't get that information. It's either going to never know the stove is hot, never know what the stove is for, and never use the stove, and be terrified of stoves forever, which is going to be very awkward when it brings someone home for a date, because they're going to be like, ah, I can't make it pie. Or, <laughs> or the other thing is, it's going to make a mistake and touch the stove because it's going to want to learn to find out for itself, and it's either going to burn itself very badly, and then forever be afraid of stoves, or it's going to learn to understand the stove. Or we'll lose another person, get them out of the way. So we're down a person. Great. I think there are people will kind of figure it out when you just let them go and do their thing you know they'll fit we'll get rid of yeah. the really dumb ones yeah i uh, the ones that can't function on their own and we'll you know like well there's a way of getting rid of the really dumb ones that we can do simply by educating people is we can get smarter people to breed with smarter people and i mean i guess this is what men's is this is you we're getting really close to eugenics so have to be very careful here. uh yeah getting a little hitlery but i mean the point is is what i'm saying is if you want your population to be more intelligent you want your population to learn you have to encourage people to learn and to grow because i think a lot of people that we would write off as stupid are not stupid they're just never been given the opportunity to learn which is an extremely dangerous thing if you have a class full of children and and you know most of the children are average and a few children are extremely bright and they're asking a lot of questions and there's a couple of children you can't connect to and you don't know why maybe they are extremely bright they've just never been told to ask questions they don't know that you can ask questions and when you tell someone that learning is wrong you disconnect them from the world you tell them that what they 
are is they are essentially a, a fleshy robot that does you you push buttons, you pull levers. This is your job. You're a wage slave. That's what you are. But when you ask, when you tell them asking questions is always good. One day they might be pulling that lever at the plant and go, "Why the fuck am I doing this? Why am I doing this? Why can't I be more?" And maybe they go and they you know create art, or maybe they go and they lead a political revolution. Maybe they go and change the world. But if you don't give them if you don't lead by example that learning is good and that educating yourself is good, if you just go, ah, it's too complicated and walk away, you can't blame uh, the world for the way it is because you didn't do anything to change it. Well, I, I, I think a part of it is not everybody can learn in the same styles. There's, there's this whole yeah. thing about multiple learning styles that kids learn like this and like this and like this. Mm -hmm. And our education system focuses on so much on getting facts and information into the brains yes. that it's like missing a whole way, a range of Hugely, people. Yeah. And they, and they're, and frankly, some people I don't think are interested in some of the certain questions. Like yeah. why, why do I care about how people interact or why would I care yeah. about how history works? Yeah. I care about how a, a, a machine is put together and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Let them let work them with do the that. machine. Absolutely. Let them do that. But if you never, if you never even let them get to the point where they ask what they're interested in, you'd never know. And that's the point. Fundamentally people learning. People find out what they, what, what they want to do. But not if they don't ask questions. And that's the thing. If you don't ever bother to learn, if you don't ever bother to educate yourself maybe maybe you think that what you really want to do is repair transmissions all day maybe that's what you want to do because that's what your dad did that's what your mom did that's what you want to do and one day you're repairing transmissions and your friend comes in and you go what are you doing he goes i'm playing the banjo what the fuck's the banjo oh you want to see it and then he teaches you to play a banjo and you go i love the banjo and then you now you're playing the banjo for a living and the problem is you never would have known unless you learned about the banjo so yeah maybe you're good at your job maybe you're very good at that thing but maybe it, it's the thing that inspires you now you're, to, to, to make the idea that human beings are only can only live this small little focused life on the things that they're implies that there's no possibility for growth and change, which is an extremely dangerous thing. The people that we write off as stupid, a lot of times have never been told that they could be anything but stupid. If, you, if you're told that, look, just get a job out of high school, just earn a living, buy a house, have two kids, die at 75, that's the way it works. What a terrible, terrible way to, to raise a child. Some people are happy with that. But wouldn't you rather know that the person that you were, your child or yourself or every other human being had the opportunity to be something other than that if they wanted to be? Well, I think it comes down to knowing yourself. That mm -hmm. you're, you're really getting at, at knowing yourself, but equating that also with knowing all these things about the world yeah. and everything out there. Yeah, I don't. I think that's extraneous. If you if you are going to uh, be a certain kind of person that does these certain elements, you're going to find it on your own. You don't need somebody to come and tell you. You you're, you're going to find it. You're yeah. going to feel that draw by yourself yeah, but, but you, you don't need to you, learn you need to learn to do it and that's the point is if you if you are told or if you are the kind of person who refuses to acknowledge maybe you really maybe it's in you to be a peacekeeper or to help people in foreign countries maybe it's in you to be a diplomat but because you never learned about anything else that was happening in the world because it didn't seem to matter what was going on in the Middle East you never realized that you had the potential to, to help broker peace out there you didn't know that because we're losing out we our biggest resource is people and that's the most fundamentally important thing we've always had it's always been that way from from the beginning of time the thing that makes us different is that we imagine and that we learn and that we teach each other and when we choose not to learn from what's happening in the world whether it's happening whether we learn from our parents directly or learn from what's happening in society we lose a fundamental part of being human so i would argue that the person who does not take in what's happening in the world the person who chooses to be ignorant is fundamentally less human
That is really saying something. You really are promoting <laughs> eugenics, aren't you? You want to get rid of... A- See, this if if this is what you get for trying to think and understand about the world, is it leads you straight to eugenics, <laughs> and here I, we are. At least I know Meanwhile, how close li- to a dangerous line I am. <laughs> Meanwhile, if I if you follow my method of just yeah. doing, living your life, watching Netflix every day, yep. come, working your 9 at 5... Guess who's not becoming, uh, going to get involved in eugenics? Me. Yeah. Because I barely understand what the idea of genetics yeah. is to begin with. So thus, uh, I, there's no. I'm less dangerous to the world than people who are thinking. But what's the number one? What's the number one cause of things? Like, what's the number one uh, uh, um, uh, reason behind things like racism? It's it's ignorance. People don't understand. They don't see people as people. And because you don't know what's happening in the Horn of Africa, you don't see that black family that moved to your neighborhood as anything other than people that I don't understand and ain't from here. And you don't realize that the where they came from was a much more... Maybe they're very similar to you. You don't know anything about the rest of the world. So yeah, in a way, it's actually backwards. The more educated you are, yeah, maybe I'm aware enough to know that uh, you know you have to be very careful around this subject because you are balancing on the line of you know uh, deciding who gets to live and who gets to die in terms of society. But on the other end, of that ignorance is not bliss for the people that you're ignorant about because you treat them in a way you 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 only know what you're taught directly from if you choose not to learn if you choose not to if you don't know anything about gay people if you never met a gay person you only know what the people in your town tell you about gay people and then you be like well they all they all attack kids and they're all just they're out there recruiting gay people and if you don't know any better because you never bothered to learn anything else you will be raised like that and you will raise your children like that and that continues a line of hate that doesn't need to exist but if you bother to educate yourself and learn one day you can go well hold on a second no that's not true because I've been watching all these uh, films from San Francisco and uh, I love all the colors and these people seem to be having a fuck of a good time so why is it bad the more questions you ask the more things you learn you can't make decisions without information you just can't you can make what you think are decisions but what you're making is you're, you're saying the things that you're told is what you believe. And that's why you just need to boil it down to, you know, just uh, <coughs> not harming other people and loving people. If you can well, those do are those things... fundamentally important. If you can do that, yeah. Then you don't need to know anything else. Then you wouldn't have racism. You wouldn't need to have yeah. all these issues that intelligence sort of brings. Yeah. So tell you what, mm-hmm. you can go and keep reading your fancy books and you can keep in ta- touch with the news and you can learn about banjos and go have <laughs> all of that to yourself if you want. I'm going to be over here eating my ice cream and enjoying a a nice warm Canada that is slowly being brought about by climate change. (laughs) How does it happen? I don't know. I don't care. I'm having a wonderful time. God is angry. (laughs) I'm having a wonderful time. And you can go back to your eugenics lab and doom us all if you want. I'm going to only stop you if you come into my I know now to keep you out of my house. Yeah, now you know to get me out of the house. So so Simon, uh, I'm sorry. I because I'm not a eugenicist, uh, I win. That's infallible logic. I can't. I can't argue that. <laughs> I didn't even need to know anything. No. That's infallible logic. I can't argue that. Quote Simon King, 2016. I'm going to put that into my credits now. As you can see, I have uh, felled the great intelligent comedian of Simon King and now I can officially claim myself as the smartest guy in comedy well I, I want to thank him for coming on uh, I mean I appreciate uh, the effort he put in a lot of effort and he did really well he wasn't 
but that just goes to prove that knowledge doesn't beat being a smart guy like me. So that being said, I want you to support Simon King. Uh, I appreciated him coming on to the podcast. He has his own podcast, at uh, which is called What's Wrong with Simon King. And apparently what's wrong is that he's not as smart as David Ray. Uh, his podcast is, uh, you can find it at www.skpodcast.podomatic.com. You probably thought that the www was just like an old person's way of saying a website. No, that's actually the name of it, www.skpodcast.podomatic.com. Or you can go to the northerncontentnetwork.com where you can uh, see his podcast. That's where you'll also find mine, as well as some other great podcasts uh, from uh, around Alberta and Canada. And uh, I, I, once again, thank you to Simon King for coming and doing this. I, I, I very much appreciate it. Uh, now, before I go, I would just like to remind people, I'm not the devil. It's just that I have a bunch of dead goat carcasses and I don't know what to do with them. <laughs>